Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Not Allow the Podcast, the first one of 2023, and the last one that I'm recording of 2022. That is correct. I am spending my last day of 2022 doing what I love, which is working and creating content. And truly, honestly, that's just genuinely what I love to do. I don't want to do anything else. I'm not a big new year party person i'm not a big like go out on new year's or any event like even birthdays i like to celebrate very low-key and that's honestly the best way that i thought i would bring in this new year too it's just super low-key and this one i feel like is it's coming after a weird two years and then 2022 was kind of weird because we were just finding ourselves back and finding our way back into whatever normal was or whatever the new normal is and 2023 i don't know you know i feel like i'm going in with absolutely no idea what to expect it doesn't feel like a new year it just feels like another day and i've been thinking about this a lot and it feels like it's because i've been wrapped up in my head about the concept of making it or made it and like what success is so made it in like success terms and I feel like because I feel like I haven't made it this new year is is tricky it's confusing this is probably not what people expect from a new year episode a new podcast episode about like you know entering the new years and 2023 is gonna be our year and like let it be cute and let it be you know whatever we want and i just feel like i mean i've had new years where i'm excited about the new year and a lot of times it's because of where i am in life and i mean i guess it's all new years but this particular new year i'm a little bit more low-key and i want to talk about what happened in 2022 and what's possibly going to happen in 2023 and like where I'm at in life dating relationships career life in general finances I sort of want to cover a little bit of everything and clue you guys into where I've been and you know if anyone else out there who feels the same way or feels like in a similar position this episode is dedicated to you and it's dedicated to everyone who feels like you know, I don't know really what to feel about the New Year's. Um, And a little bit confused, a little bit lost, um, but also hopeful. So this episode is for you guys. First episode of 2023 um, and last episode I'm recording. But it is um, so exciting that it's the new year. So welcome 2023. We're here. We're doing it. We're living it. We're confused, but we're pulling through. So let's start with kind of what happened in 2022. 2022 was a roller coaster ride for me. I was doing so many things and getting opportunities that I never thought I would get and doing things that I never thought I'd be able to do or thought I was capable of doing. So in in a lot of fronts and it doesn't feel like I don't know, whenever I look back, it doesn't feel like I moved forward at all, but when I actually pay attention, it does feel like I have moved forward. 
So one thing in my career is a huge pivot happened in my career in 2022. I moved away from thinking I needed a nine to five job to teaching, something I never thought I would do. And I was teaching in a college and figuring out ways to teach young adults and learning a lot about myself along the way learning a lot about my potential and what I could actually bring. So if, for those of you who don't know, I taught music at a college in Mumbai. And the thing about music, I have a very love-hate relationship with music. And that's because of just, you know, insecurities. And teaching music taught me how much I know myself and how many skills I possess. And that really brought me back to respecting myself and it was a challenge it's a challenge to teach it's a challenge to teach something you have a degree in who would have think who would have thunk it but here I was doing a job that a lot of people didn't think I was capable of doing and I worked hard and it was also my first job outside of having a regular nine to five job which was exciting because I didn't even think it was possible to make money outside a regular nine to five job. And here I was making more than I was at a nine to five job. And um, I was very proud of myself. But towards the end of 2022, I lost that job. We won't go into the specifics of it because it is painful. It was a painful lesson in understanding how people are and how people underestimate you and the underestimating you can have detrimental effects on your work and a toxic workplace is something you should leave immediately and not try to prove yourself i was i in a toxic workplace um i wasn't in a okay i wasn't in a toxic workplace i was in a workplace with a bunch of teenagers and a toxic administration And all in all, you know, not getting into specifics, but it was painful. And it was something that was, I kind of honestly was in it for the money. And all of us do that. A a lot of us are doing jobs because we have to survive and we have to live. And that's what I was doing too, till it was inevitably taken away. And it was not something that was easy to navigate for the, you know, six months or six and a half months that I've been unemployed. It has been hard. Everything that I wanted to do, that I loved to do, stopped happening. I stopped doing the podcast. Even though I try to force myself, I stopped recording and I stopped posting. I stopped making funny videos. I stopped doing everything that gave me joy because my self-esteem completely flatlined. And it just goes to show that, you know, you never know what's going to happen in life and you never know when life throws you a curveball and you find yourself lost completely lost you have no idea what happened you have no idea why it happened and or if you know why it happened you can't seem to make peace with it because at the end of the day it happened and I'm not I know I'm not the first one to ever get fired from a job I'm not going to be the last one to ever get fired from a job But it was a learning and what it has made me do and what it is teaching me is that I need to believe in myself 1000% and losing a job does not dictate your self-worth 
and I am still learning and I'm still figuring it out. But I think going into the new year, I feel like the lessons that I've learned, I'm taking into the new year. And now it feels like I'm empowering myself to finally be able to do what I've always wanted to do, which is creating content, which is the other side of what happened in 2022 magically is that people liked my content and it was absolutely strange it was bonkers even today when someone tells me that they follow me on instagram or they like what i make i am completely taken aback i don't understand it i'm like no you're not that's not you don't nobody watches my content because of arbitrary things like i have only these many followers and i don't you know have a steady stream of content and how do you like my content like i basically took for granted everything that someone would like compliment me and i would only focus on like negative things that were happening in my life and when opportunities came my way with content when people started reaching out that they wanted to work with me. They wanted me to create content for them. That was incredible. That was insane that people were paying me to make content for them. That was insane to me. But it was so validating because here in on one hand, I was experiencing the most painful experience of losing a job that was paying me very well <laughs> to now being someone who people appreciate for their skill. And it was, it's ridiculous how undervalued I felt it was because, or I undervalued it because I just didn't think that I was capable. And a lot of me still doesn't think is capable of of doing something like content creating. But I love it. It sets my soul on fire. I love talking about life. I love talking about things. I love just making things and losing a job really makes you realize that this is an opportunity for me so going into the new year i really feel like there's a huge opportunity for me to navigate everything that i want to do that i really love to do and try to make money from it because one thing people don't tell you about doing living the dream and that could be for any of us who are actually living the dream which is a lot of the times people who are entrepreneurs or in creative industries um or anyone who actually just strays from the norm of having a regular nine to five job that it doesn't pay it does not give you any money it makes you really happy kind of and i say kind of because we live in a capitalistic world but it just doesn't it doesn't give you the the financial stability and um, over time it does it takes a lot of time and you know someone at a party told me that it takes five years and I'm on year one so that's absolutely reassuring here well I guess year two now because it's New Year's but that was crazy to me that it takes five years and I realized hold on a second even in a nine-to-five job I wouldn't expect to be at a high management position in the first year, not even in the first three years. I mean, I would take three years for me to feel like capable of any experience to to lead or to be a manager. And obviously that's a different thing because that's paid, but it's not as paid. I don't know. I don't know how how much people get paid, but I know that like a nine to five job is a little bit more relaxing because you have a salary. And when you work for yourself or you do creative jobs, 
it's not necessarily necessarily a salary it's more just a little bit of pocket change for many many places so that's kind of where i'm at right now and it is super nerve-wracking because i have never navigated having multiple sources of income and i have never navigated having smaller incomes come from different places and i was i mean the uh, the idea of working for someone and then they give me this lump sum salary is truly just so peaceful (laughs) you feel so calm and you feel so good because you don't have to worry about you know the you don't have to worry (laughs) a lot you don't have to worry about where your money is coming from you don't have to worry about your hours but what I don't realize is that even when I kind of had that what I quote as a nine-to-five job um a lot of it took away time from things that I love to do and I know now that whether or not I like it. I'm in a place where I have been forced to, and also I don't want to say forced. I have, I've been given the opportunity, begrudgingly in parentheses, to really figure out what I really want to do and how I can monetize it and how I can make money from it. And the best part of this is I'm not alone. I have a business partner slash bestie who is right in the same boat with me. She's going through her own life changes everything that is going through her like she's going through a different life change herself breaking up (laughs) she's also not at the job anymore she had the foresight to leave I got fired but (laughs) we're in this together and um we're starting a business which is so exciting and we're putting our skills and pooling them together and starting a business I mean that's so fucking cool that we have the opportunity to do this so I'm excited um that's basically where I am in my career a lot more content I am excited to make a lot more podcast episodes more regular podcast episodes that I'm ready to release um and the fortunate thing is I feel I'm in a better place than I was a few months ago even a few weeks ago because I didn't realize what an impact losing your job really had and it was a hard lesson and I know that six months to me definitely feels like a long time but I think as long as I pick up I dust myself off and I keep going and you I might not a lot of us might not have the capacity to do that immediately I know I didn't it took me a while to really feel like I was able to move on and I think in the new year, I am ready to move on. And here we are, recording again, feeling like myself again, feeling like a bit more wiser version of myself, feeling like a newer version, a more confident version uh, of myself. So yeah, that's where my career is at. So if you guys feel in a similar space, I really do wish that you find that confidence if you're going through something like getting fired or losing your job or not feeling like you're in the right job you know, it sucks. (laughs) Things fucking suck. But when you feel like you're ready to move on, I think it's important to make that decision and not wait for something like getting fired or even if you do get fired, it's nothing, there's nothing wrong getting fired. But I think it's important to know when to move on from things. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned with my career. On to dating and relationships. Where do I begin? I um, actually don't know where to begin. Well, talk about feeling unsuccessful in relationships. Let's just, honestly, I 
I'm going to be real with you guys. I don't feel very successful in many places in my life. I feel okay. I feel mid. I don't feel like I'm like doing fucking fantastic. I'm doing okay. And I think like, I don't know what 2023 is going to hold, but I know that like doing okay is still better than like not fucking doing great at all. So I'll take it. And I think that's kind of the way in my relationships because a while ago I wasn't doing okay at all in relationships. And I think like anything in the world, which is such a cliched saying, but it is all about changing your perspective. But God fucking knows that changing your perspective is the hardest motherfucking thing, excuse my French, to do because there's narratives all around you that reinforce the same bullshit that you're trying to change your perspective on. So it's kind of like you're looking at a light and people are telling you that it's red and you have to kind of make it feel like it's yellow. And you're like, people are like, no, that's red. Everyone stopped. Why are you going? And you're like, no, no, it's yellow. This is a terrible analogy, but bear with me. It's basically trying to look at something and change your perspective when everyone else is seeing this one thing. And what I mean by this terrible analogy is that the idea of a successful relationship to me is a marriage. And I'm trying to change my perspective on that because that is not equal to a successful relationship. Because right now, I've been taking my dating way too seriously. Not right now. Forever. Forever, ever, ever. I have been lying about, well, I've not been fully lying about hookups, but I think I've never had a hookup without expecting anything. There you go. It's out in the open. I have never had casual sex with a man and think, oh, maybe he could be the one. Like, there has maybe one or two. Like, keeping it real, real. Maybe one or two. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's fine that we fuck, but I never want to see you again. Um, But I feel like I have felt for a long time that I haven't been successful in relationships because it has never turned into something long term. And a lot of it, I think, has to do with me expecting it to immediately turn long term. And when it doesn't, I feel like I've wasted my time. And I don't think I, I, I don't think that there have been guys that I've let organically live into my life or come into my life. I've just sort of like the moment I knew that it wasn't turning into something serious, I was out. And um, it's not the best way to be, but. It's honestly just because my perspective of relationships is, was about long-term success. I felt like if I didn't get that, I wasn't successful. And if I wasn't getting that from someone else, if I wasn't getting immediate confidence or assurance in wanting a relationship with me, I felt like that was not worth pursuing at all. I had no space for someone to figure it out. No space at all for me to figure it out. And I think what was happening was everything around me was, everyone around me was getting married. And when I say everyone around me, it was all of my school friends. All of my fucking school friends and some of my close friends were getting married or in these long-term relationships and living with their boyfriends. And here I was going on these, you know, dud dates with these dud guys and hoping, you know, it turns into something greater and it never did because I wasn't I don't know what it was I really can't tell you what it was I think it was just not being the right guy not being being in the right frame of mind expecting too much like I've psychoanalyzed it till death and um 
I can't figure it out. And I want to just stop figuring it out. I think that's where I'm at with my relationships. I just don't want to think about it. I it's not like I don't want it it's not like I won't feel the emptiness when I see a couple or see a successful relationship or am reminded of the things that you can have when you're in a relationship I think I've just sort of I'm so tired and exhausted of feeling like I have to figure it out I think I don't have to figure it out I don't have to do anything in order for it to work with someone because I don't know. I think a lot of what I feel is has to do with control. So I feel like what I'm going to do is try to accept that there isn't much control to this. And there are parts of my life that I can't control. And I am going to try to focus on the parts that I can, which is not easy for a stubborn Taurus like me. Because when I want something, <laughs> I fucking want it. And if I don't get it, then it's a problem. But I don't know. It's um, it's what it is. It's very hard. Like, I mean, I'm, I can tear up at any point right now thinking of relationships. And it's a deep wound. Um, uh, when it comes to sex, for example, that's very easy to access. And I realized that that's really not what I'm looking for. Um, sex is fun. Casual sex can be fun. But um, I think casual sex can also be a reminder of not having something um, meaningful. Because I think when you have sex with someone and you're intimate with someone, you can want that again with that person because there was a moment of vulnerability and then you can want to text them and you can want to hang out with them. And that's sort of the space that I got into where I was hooking up with people, but it just, I don't know, I didn't have the patience for it to materialize because it wasn't materializing on my timeline <laughs> it was like I did not care that someone else was going through something else or I did not care like I mean there's a lot of other factors like you know guys are shitty and there are assholes out there who are insecure and will project insecurity onto you don't get me wrong there's shitty guys out there and there's shitty experiences but I think I was just sort of really wanting it to happen and I was wanting it to happen now I needed to tell people that I was in a relationship so that I could breathe a sigh of relief and never have to worry about being accepted in society ever again which I don't really know if that's the best thing I don't really know if it's the way to do things I don't really care anymore to be honest because um I don't know what I want I don't I want to fall hopelessly in love I want to be a fucking Jane Austen novel love story and I don't know if that's the right expectation. I don't even know if I want to date again. Like, I definitely want to take a break from it for some time because it can be mega draining and it can get time consuming. Just having to go out there and put yourself out there and kind of, you know, honestly trigger your anxieties because I think a lot of times with dating, um, a lot of people can bring out the worst in you or can remind you of your anxieties and I just, I'm tired of that because I don't feel very in a place where I can constantly be reminded of dating honestly I'll be on I, I, I don't feel like the dating apps are working for me I don't know if I should change my approach I don't really feel like I there's anything wrong with my approach to be very frank with you I am someone who 
is in therapy. I work on myself. I'm very good at communication and I just know what I want with a person and I kind of exit the relationship and I don't have patience for bullshit and I honestly don't have a problem with that. I, I feel like having a less threshold for bullshit comes with loneliness for sure but I would rather just like wait for someone that I genuinely feel like a good connection with than deal and settle for bullshit and a lot of people settle for bullshit that's on them I don't know but I think what it does give me is a lot of content so I'm not saying I'm never gonna date anymore or I might not go on the apps again but I I I think I just I'm not expecting it to turn out into anything honestly oh my gosh I as even as I'm telling you guys I have no fucking idea I have no fucking clue uh, what it's like but I think what I do need is time off from it in my brain I like do not want to focus on it for the next year is my goal but I feel like um I'm letting myself make a little bit more space for changing my mind but yeah, and, you know, sex is not something that I ever really gave that much of a sh- fuck about. I love sex, sure, but I am in a place where it's just not as satisfying anymore. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, I'm definitely not looking to get married. I was thinking about, like, am I the person to get an arranged marriage? Is that something I'm looking for? But I feel like <laughs> I'm not the template for a wife. <laughs> I am definitely not someone that people think, that would make a good wife. Like, I talk about sex, I talk about dating, I talk about, you know, relationships, and I have my boobs out on Instagram. Like, I don't I don't think this is... I Like, I don't want to be in a relationship or a marriage where that would become a problem. So I, I definitely feel like I have... I'm not the template for a wife. I'm okay with that. Or an arranged marriage wife. Um, and I'm all right with that. So we'll see what happens. Um, I've given myself till 32. I think when I turn 32 and I haven't found anyone, I think I might consider getting an arranged marriage then, possibly. But, um, and I've accepted that, like, maybe some people don't get their whirlwind romance or maybe some people don't get, like, this amazing love story that a lot of us have sort of been told that we that we get <laughs> I think maybe my love story is that I get arranged marriage at 32 we'll see honestly maybe I need to change my approach to even looking at relationships or my perspective I'm a hundred percent jaded but maybe I need to unjade myself so I am um looking forward to whatever happens in the year I have zero expectations. I'm just trying to train myself. This is me training my brain. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen, but I am going to open myself to the possibility of anything. And I know that whatever happens, I will learn from it and I will grow from it. And I trust myself to do the right thing for me at the right time. And I promise to not judge myself uh, when I do it. And looking back, Wow, that was growth, you guys. That was therapy growth right there. I think that's what I'm going to end with the relationship thing because I feel like before I was very bitter. I was like, well, I don't know. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of hurt. And now I'm like, okay, it's, we'll see. We shall see. And I am open to learning about myself. 
and learning with my body, learning with my mind, learning with my clitoris, just learning overall. Friendships are a huge priority going into 2023. I have such incredible friends around me that I don't really reach out to often enough, make time for often enough. They always invite me to things. They're always planning things and people are busy. I get it. People, um, you know, do what is best for them. And a lot of times I feel like I uh, don't reach out to a lot of my friends because I think that they're in relationships and they would never hang out with me. <laughs> they would never want to hang out with me. And it's a fair, honestly, a fair assumption because a lot of people in fucking relationships don't do fucking anything and just stay at fucking home and get comfortable with each other's company can you feel my bitterness towards how fucking lucky that is because i would love to do that i know a lot of people in relationships might tell me no jenny you'll get bored i like bored i would like to be bored for at least a year or two and then i would like to change it up i don't know i would like to do things with one person Okay, I don't know if that's really true, but friendships. I I would like to prioritize my friendships, and I want to go out with my friends more. I want to hang out with them. I want to get to know about their lives. I want to support them. I want to cheer them on. Truly, really, I just want to prioritize friendships because when you're single, a lot of in life, what you have are friendships, and they're so mean that they mean so much to me uh to to cherish them to nourish them because those are the people that really gave you companionship and make it easier to survive so um and i want to be less judgmental of people in relationships i feel like i'm definitely judgmental and i feel like i'm like oh well we won't have anything to talk about i don't care about your life because a lot of it is uh, okay in my defense People in relationships are sometimes not the funnest to be around when you're single and you need like a bunch of single friends. So I'm going to try to not discriminate my friends and I don't actually, but I, I do want to hang out with, um, on, on a side note, that's why I think I go on dates a lot of the time because when you're dating, it's a single person meeting another single person. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like single people friend group date or single people dating or no single people friending because when you're at my age I think a lot of your friends are in, in couples and you're like well I don't want to be a fifth wheel or third wheel and a lot of times I've been a third wheel and a fifth wheel and just there because the couple's bored and need some entertainment and I fucking <laughs> I don't want that in my life so I want to prioritize friendships um and nourish them but you know, couple friend. I, I guess I got to reel it back with couples and hanging out with couples, but I'm not fully off the mark here. But the point is, I want to cherish my friendships. And people are busy and it's fucking hard. Nobody talks about how fucking brutal it is to make friendships after 25. Honestly, after like graduating college. It's like if you move out of your college city, like if you go back to your hometown and you're not around your college friends it is brutal it is painful so i think that's something definitely that i i want to bring more of a priority into my life and and focus on that because otherwise it's a lonely road for a single folk um i also want to stop identifying as single 
I mean, I am, but I just want to stop identifying as anything. I would like to not be perceived in 2023. I would like to control other people's perceptions and my own in 2023. But um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers every other aspect of my life. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I guess my body is the last thing that I want to cover here is a relationship that's less critical with my body, that's more trusting and nourishing because if you're a woman if you're any human but specifically if you're a woman you struggle with body image in any capacity unless you're perfectly beautiful gorgeous and you think you're perfectly beautiful gorgeous and you've never faced any insecurity about your body ever congratulations you're a superhuman but for the rest of us regular folk um i think you know a lot of us have insecurities and a lot of times those can take over my identity and those can become who I am and I would like to remind myself in the new year that that's not who I am I am more than my insecurities I am not at all my insecurities they're part of things that have been conditioned things that have been put on to me things that like a lot of times insecurities I realize are just other people's perceptions of you that you can't match and I don't intend to match anyone else's standards. So yeah, um, I think, yeah, that's pretty much it is I want to have a nicer, I want to be nicer to my body. I want to be, you know, more appreciative of what it's doing for me, what it's done for me so far, how gorgeous it actually is, and, you know, give it the health and wellness that it deserves. And that doesn't mean dieting or weight loss if that is what it means to you then that's what you should do but for me it's just being less critical and doing good things whatever that may be whatever that looks like i think that covers that i think um that is it you guys for a 2022 wrap up a 2023 episode i want to um just quickly say that i am so grateful that you guys are here I know I'm very, very bad with my posting, and that is truly because of going through something in my life, but we're going to stop with that. We're moving on, and I'm very glad that you're here, and I'm hoping that you stick through me with this podcast and continue to support it and continue to listen to it. Truly means the world to me, and um, thank you for listening and being here. I love you guys so much, and I hope you have the most incredible New Year's and the most incredible 2023 in which you do what you intend to do and you will go easy on yourself you love yourself a little more and you love others and show kindness and no judgment um i sound like fucking ellen but anyway thank you guys for listening again i will see you guys in my next episode till then take care and goodbye goodbye 2022 hello 2023